Hey, welcome back. This is Elaine for Rainbows, where every color speaks your story. Before episode 15, I would like to give my warm thank you for all the listeners. To my new listeners, welcome. This podcast would not continue if I know no one is listening. So thank you. Collaborations are also planned. I'm planning to do one collaboration with Ashley. So you can search her also in Spotify. Rapid Firing with Ashley. And then another collaboration with my best friend, Lower. I I'm still open to suggestions and content ideas and of course comments you can dm me at rainbows with elaine dizon or send me an email elaine grace j dizon at gmail.com a lot of people ask me to comment on dead naming and dead naming is a very huge topic specifically for transgenders and since the advocacy of this podcast is to educate people Hopefully, I can be able to educate people at the end and reach a, a turning point or a final conclusion. So, what is dead naming? Dead naming is the use of the birth name or other former name of a transgender. So, very quick examples. For example, Rustum Padilla, that would be his dead name, hence the term dead naming. And her name now would be Bibi Gandang Hari. So we have Bruce Jenner, that would be his dead name. And her name now is Caitlyn Jenner. And we have Charisse Pimpenko, that would be her dead name. And his name now would be Jake, Jake Zyrus. And these are examples of dead naming. The moment you insist that you still call this person their biological name well in fact they already changed their name either legally or not legally that is already a sign wherein they want to be identified as the new gender they changed their name because they want to be identified as a female for example Charisse the fact that she changed her name to, to Jake it means that he already wants to be identified as male. Very similar. So we have Caitlyn Jenner. She changed her name. So that means that she wants to be identified as a female. So these are very quick examples. And you pushing their dead name is such an offense. When you speak of dead naming, misgendering can also come along with that topic. So, misgendering means referring to or using language to describe a transgender person that doesn't align with their affirmed gender. So, this is already their affirmed gender and it is misaligned. So, for example, that person looks like a boy already. He is already a trans man and you keep calling her her or she. So, this is an example of misgendering. And... Remember that both misgendering and both dead naming can be unintentional or intentional. It can also be done verbally or in paper. So, 
I think if you did it accidentally or as we call it unintentional, these are forgivable instances. But the moment you do it intentionally, like you already know that this person's name is this, and you still continue to call him or her in his biological name, and I think this is already a different story. And some already would insist on asking ano dati mong pangalan what was your biological name and I think it's quite offensive because you already know that the person has already transitioned into a new person so how do we deal with dead naming so this is my one way of dealing with dead naming so for example in my class because I'm a university professor and the list that they give us would be the biological name of the person even though you're trans so I would call first that person with his biological name for example uh, De La Cruz 1 and then someone would raise his hand and then I would say oh I apologize because if the person looks like a woman I would say oh I, oh, I apologize then I would ask him or her how do you want me to call you and then if he or she changes her name, then I would respect it. I think this is the bottom line of it. Just ask. And I myself have issues like this. During the first day of classes, most of the time I get blank faces on how the students should address me. Should they address me as sir or ma'am? And uh, during the first day, the moment I introduce myself, I would already say, my name and then after which I would tell them you can call me mom D or mom Dizon and that would set the tone on how they would address me I guess personally it's very crucial that one should make sure that they are calling everyone by their chosen name I emphasize on that chosen name I never said biological name and I think it's quite important to ask people what would be your chosen name or your chosen pronoun? So I never said biological name. So you ask them. I think it's important to ask a transgendered person, what is your chosen pronoun or chosen name? Like for me, even though I'm lesbian, I still want to be called ma'am and I still want to be called she. But there are other lesbians who who use the pronoun he and they have totally changed their name even though they have not yet undergone hormones or have not yet undergone surgery. So these are very uh, good examples wherein we can reflect upon. And we have to realize that dead naming is a form of disrespect and people are unaware that they are doing it. So I think the issue of dead naming is important because the moment you address someone the way he or she wants to, this is already a form of respect and of course a, a sign of awareness of all genders. So I think it is important to learn the right way to address people. And as I've mentioned a while ago, number one is it is important to ask. And of course, when you ask, you don't ask them in public you ask them privately if you're with a group then you can ask the person privately if you're unsure how to address this person but i'm pretty sure you know how to address people by the way they dress or by the way 
they look. Hence, I would always say that an, in, an inclusive language is very, very important. My final thoughts on dead naming. Dead naming is a verb, therefore it is an action. And when we say it is an action, we can get multiple reactions to a certain action. Our names give a certain information on who we are. And when people say that this is not an issue, I would say it is. Using the wrong name is harmful because our names are complicated and special. Why are names complicated and special? Because we identify with our names. Our names are definitive pieces of who we are. We are born with sex but not gender. So naming is a reflection of that gender assignment. If the trans community chooses a certain name on how they want to be, that name is special because that name is personal. Being educated on how you should address people the right way is a sign of respect. Not only for the person we are talking to, but also a reflection on how we are aware and educated of the different genders around us. This is episode 15. This is Elaine for Rainbows, where every color speaks your story.